At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on vSEN, the sports betting network. We are presented by BetMGM here on Live Bet Saturday. Myself, Danny Burke, alongside me being Jonathan Von Tobel, tracking everything in the morning slate of games in college football. Morning for us here on the West Coast, at least. Uh, The big storyline that we're keeping track of right now uh, is, because we've kind of, I don't think we need to really focus on Iowa, Michigan. It's dead. It's over. We're all done here. Uh, Spencer P. and Iowa, I just, uh, I was... I have to catch myself, Danny. I'm about to go on like a mini rant, and I can't do it. It's an old topic with Iowa. I will just say. You can do it. We'll allow it. I'm all here for it. I just don't know. I don't, and this is, I'm not saying anything crazy because this has been said a thousand times over. I have no idea how the powers that be at that program watch this offense take the field on a week to week basis and don't come in and tell Kirk Ferentz, fire your offensive coordinator and change this thing because this is arguably, we'll see what the numbers dictate after this, one of the worst offenses in the country. Mm-hmm. And we are a power five team in the Big Ten. It's incredible. They can do nothing. They don't run the ball well. At least, at the very least, Danny, if you're going to be like a team with a limited passing attack, you would assume that your offensive line is a bunch of maulers who could you know, run the right. ball pretty effectively, maybe work a little play action. There's nothing. It's poorly coordinated. It is not even one-dimensional. It is no-dimensional. And it expo- like it leaves a defense, which is relatively solid, just out to dry every single weekend. It's, an, it's amazing. Well, they're stuck in the same system every single year. Not, they don't adapt to anything. And a lot of teams do that in the Big Ten. But Iowa, as you met, I mean, they have a great defense every single year. They're always stacking up the trenches every single year. At least last year with Tyler Goodson, they at least had somewhat of a run game. And sometimes they get good tight ends, but they never have a complimentary quarterback. I know Iowa's not a top-tier destination, but you should be able to manage to get at least one solid quarterback within these past I don't know, six, seven years when you've just had an unreal defense each season. And that hasn't been the case. And I'm looking now, JVT, and speaking of that defense, they just let up another touchdown uh, to Michigan. So Michigan up 19 nothing on my screen is what I'm seeing at this moment. But, yeah, it's just, I mean, Iowa fans know what you're going to get. You're going to get seven at best to nine wins every single year. They're consistent, but they're never going to have a good quarterback unless they really try to go out there and find one. But they refuse to do it. They're stuck in the same routine. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy uh, rolls to the right, Donovan Edwards gets the touchdown grab in the right hand of the end zone. So, uh, yeah, that is 19 nothing 
with the extra point pending. Okay, some updates really quickly uh, in a lot of the other games we're tracking. The main storyline we're actually tracking right now is this fascinating total in this TCU and Oklahoma matchup. TCU up 41-17, to uh, but this has steadily been heading in the direction uh, of the under after it peaked. On market, I saw a peak of 95-and-a-half. I bet under 94, Danny. In-game now is 92. So we'll see if something happens because TCU just got the ball back. There's a flag on the punt, so maybe uh, uh, they're going to get this a little bit further upfield. Um, no, and actually that flashes back down to 89. So, yeah, we're at the lowest point now again that we've seen this total at 89. And this is the thinking behind this too, and this is the thinking why I bet under 94 as TCU extends its lead, because it actually just got another touchdown. It was like a 62-yard touchdown reception um, to get to 41 in the first half. As this lead grows and Oklahoma sits there with its backup quarterback, TCU's not going to run any offense as we get to the late stages of the third quarter, and they're going to try to sit on this. And they're already starting to do it a little bit here at the end of the first half, letting the play clock run down, running the ball with a little bit more um, frequency. This game is – I don't think we're going to get back up from an in-game perspective – past 90 again. I think we're done with the 90s. I think we're going to start to continue to see this decline. Yeah, right now I'm seeing 93 under minus a buck 77. So yeah, it's just going to keep getting lower and lower. And if there's no score at the end of this half, of course, you're right. You're probably going to see this at about 90 flat, I would imagine. Uh, I did take a little piece of 92. Wanted to get some action involved with you here in this spot. But in all seriousness, you're right. I mean, you're going to get a backup in for Oklahoma. You're getting blown out. No need to stress anything. You're not going, you know, balls to the wall here because you realize whoa, that it's whoa. an insurmountable lead. Uh, TCU on the other side, JVT. Get your players out of their state. Feel good about the win. Just keep running the ball, winding down the clock, and take advantage of this under with a high total. This is a children's program. Clean it up with the language, please. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I'm getting hyped for this game. Um, uh, should we do, uh, Elliot, can we do what everybody else is doing? Would you like a live play-by-play of Aaron Judge's at bat here? He just took a ball. <laughs> this is one of the more annoying things that we Matt Brown and I talked about this on Friday when I filled in for Stormy. Uh, enough with the cut-ins. I really don't need them. Just tell me that he did it. Don't don't make me watch him take like eight pitches and then in his first at bat like he did today get hit by a pitch or something. So that is my curmudgeonly <laughs> take for baseball. But again, I think Danny was uh, Danny. Did you write an essay on Roger Maris and the true home run record and everything like that? I think you did, right? Oh, yeah, that was yeah. all me. I've been very passionate about this the whole year. You're an old soul. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So with that, we got a lot of games going on. We should update the other like matchups that we haven't discussed quite a bit. For example, uh, Kansas State actually opened up a 13-0 lead over Texas Tech early in that matchup. Uh, they had really a solid control of that. They have really fallen off, though. Kansas State, a 13-10 lead now over Texas Tech. They have a third and three think inside, uh, we'll call this, uh, Texas Tech does, I should say, inside the 25-yard line. So Kansas State, a a three-and-a-half-point favorite, but a red zone possession for Texas Tech. And there's other games. So you did, uh, remind me again, and for everybody watching, Danny, you you laid three-and-a-half with uh, Minnesota second half or what? Uh, So what I I took the live line on Minnesota plus three-and-a-half. So it wasn't like a direct second-half bet, but just an overall game plus three in the hook with the Gophers. And and that is, uh, they got off to a good start here. We discussed the merits of maybe looking at Minnesota, right? The red zone possessions that ended uh, very poorly for them. Missed field goals, special team snafus. They force a punt on Purdue's first drive. So Minnesota has the ball back. So again, when you talk about, like I was using the term with this TCU-OU game, uh, the events that you need to transpire are transpiring. Uh, that is the first event you need. Get Purdue to give the ball back to you early on, and that happened for Minnesota in this first half, or the second half. Yeah, right. I mean, you needed to make that statement defensively, and that's what I was saying, right? You're not too concerned about what Purdue's doing offensively because there hasn't been much, and you have enough faith in this Minnesota defense. Danny, Danny, it's Danny, Danny, look- sorry, I got to cut you off. Aaron Judge Uh-oh. just walked. Just, just oh, want to get that out goodness. there. Sorry, I got to. Got to make sure that gets out there. He walked. So sorry, you're sorry. Hey, you're just you're just doing your due diligence right there. That's what we need. <laughs> but yeah, with Minnesota, it's just can you rely on their offense to make any kind of magic happen? That's if you're looking at it in terms of making a bet. Is it worth it? Can Minnesota get off the schneid? Can they get the offense going? And with that stop, with that statement right away, you get this is the opportunity for them to do it. Even if it's just a field goal, get some kind of points on the board, and then I'll be feeling really good about the Gophers. And, and maybe we can craft this into some kind of pro tip for this hour, Elliot. But like when we're talking about these things, look for these statistical indicators. Like, is your team out gaining mm-hmm. the opponent? Has your team turned it over in the red zone? Has that team, is that from a yard per play standpoint, do they have the yeah. advantage? Like, there are certain, for me at least, and I, I think you echo the same thing, Danny, 
there are certain statistical markers that I'm looking for that give you an indication Team A is outperforming Team B, but Team A is down. Thus, this is an opportunity to come in and buy in on Team A because the things that they are having success at should continue to transpire in the second half. Absolutely. And again, you look at it from a a little bit of a unique standpoint, too, with the Aiden O'Connell factor in this game figuring that they would get a boost right out of the gates, which they did. They got an opening drive touchdown, which also we were talking about the importance of that and looking to kind of capitalize on the opposite with those live bets. But yeah, and I think you did a really good job at this and I'm kind of doing it more so now when we've been on the show, you've mentioned it. It's like, yeah, you know, the score says this, but look deeper into the box score, how they're moving the ball, what's been happening with the turnovers, what's been happening in correlation with the time of possession or even with the special teams is such a key thing in terms of field position. So you really got to hammer that down. And again, these algorithms have their specific methods based on what's happening. And it's so aggressive aggressively moving sometimes that's not taking into account how bad that punt was a lot of the times which you know about their special team so if you know the tempo also of a team if you follow them closely you know they may get off the slow starts you may know that a field goal kicker isn't that strong so it's not that big of an impact that he missed something like that to where you could really kind of again as we keep saying take advantage of and hopefully we can pull that out here with minnesota Trying to see what we got here. Yeah, six plays, 27 yards for Kentucky. Uh, right now, they are on the move against Ole Miss. This has actually been a pretty fun game. It actually it looked like, Danny, it was going to be a yeah. pretty high-scoring affair, uh, but really slowed down at the end of that second quarter. So we'll see, because this third quarter has gotten off to a very slow start here. And a massive run for Kansas State has them inside the red zone. So to update that, because Texas Tech, can I just say two from a play-calling standpoint, right? So Texas Tech had a third and three at about, we'll call it like the 12-yard line of Kansas State, okay? On third and three, Danny, they go like corner route to the back pylon, Like, what do you get the first down, get a first and goal and try to, with a fresh set of downs, get something. Instead, it's a dumb play call. You don't get it. You settle for a field goal. And then what happens? Massive play for Kansas State. They're inside the red zone and looking to score at a tie game. Like, I just, like some of the play calling decision at times, you got to think a little bit. And I I get it. I'm just a host on a a show. But those are things that you can kind of obviously point to. Like, you got to be a little bit better at that. Sometimes that's just the most frustrating thing. If you have like a third and short and they're just chucking the ball downfield. Like if you're doing that with the thought process of going forward on fourth down, okay, so be it. But still there's better ways to approach it. And you would think in college, I don't know, you realize you can't trust these kids as much, but yeah, that's, that's what kind of makes you rip your hair out from time to time. Touchdown for Kentucky. Extra point pending. They are going to tie this game against Ole Miss. 19-18. Levis finds his tight end across the middle and a a great effort to get about three extra yards and get into the end zone. And another extra point is pending for number 25, Kansas State. As we speak it into existence, they punch it in. 19-13, 6-0-4 left to go in the third. When we come back, we'll update you on uh, all of those numbers as well. Uh, Right now, I can give you at least Ole Miss a three-point favorite with a total of 57 and a half on the market right now with about six minutes left to go in the third quarter there. And a shocker of the day, Iowa is averaging over four yards per play. Uh, that is surprising. Not shocking. They have another third and 21 here. I'm sure Spencer P is going to do this. All right, we'll talk a little bit more. Uh, let's talk a little Clemson on the other side as well. we got a lot to get to. Eric McLean is going to join us, College Football Analyst, ACC Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. 
I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NHL season, almost here, folks, starts this week, and our experts, including Andy McNeil, ready to go. VEASAN hockey season prep guides available now. Strategies and best bets for the season ahead. It's a must-have. You get key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. So give yourself an edge this season. Get the VEASAN hockey season prep guide by becoming a VEASAN pro subscriber today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And may I just say, as somebody who is about, I'll judge it, about 30, 36.89% of the way through the guide that, uh, that I have read, it's a really good one. Really good one. I did the math. Crunch the numbers word by word. All right. We have a lot to get to. Uh, quick updates for everything going on. Nothing really big to um, report here. Did want to mention that Kansas State, uh, now that they are up 20 to 13, is a seven and a half point favorite in game with a total of 50 and a half. And just a very quick update because this was a pretty fascinating spot here. Utah and Oregon State are underway. Oregon State coming off of the close loss to USC. That was in Corvallis, now hitting the road. Tough spot after a close game like that to go take on a program like Utah. Utes already in the end zone, 7-0, 185 points favorite with a total of 57.5 in that matchup there. All right, let's go on. Eric McLean is nice enough to give us some time today. College football analyst, ACC Network, former Clemson Tiger as well. Uh, Eric, we really appreciate the time. So uh, let's start... Uh, with this overall with Clemson, how worried are you about the status of that secondary? Some big plays that have been allowed, Louisiana Tech game, obviously the most recent one at Wake Forest, and uh, some of the guys in that secondary, Sam Hartman picked on them quite a bit. Yeah, well, the, the good thing is that was probably uh, the, the first or second best receiver core yeah. in the entire country, and, and they, they figured it out uh, at the end of the game at least, right, and, and came up with a big knockdown, got the W. Uh, hearing good things out of Clemson's camp that some of those guys that were not available for the Wake Forest game that that might be playing uh, here tonight against Devin Leary and, and the Wolfpack. So it, it should be a different looking defensive backfield man. But my bigger bigger concern because uh, that was a, a little bit expected, maybe not that bad, is the defensive line and getting after the quarterback, getting that push and, and being as dominant as we thought they were going to be at the start of the season. Now, Eric, when you look at this matchup, what's maybe one thing on the side of NC State that Clemson fans, just Clemson in general, should be worried about that maybe isn't getting discussed enough? I think what's going to be interesting is seeing how Clemson tries to attack uh, Big Sumo, the the running back for NC State. That that guy is a versatile piece. Uh, You know, Clemson obviously shuts down the run very well and has done so you know, since 2012, but this guy's a threat as, as a pass catcher as well. So if he gets a smaller DB on him, if he gets a slower linebacker, you know, look for, for Demi Sumo there uh, in the backfield of NC State to really have an impact, and they're just going to have to know where he is at all times. Yeah, I, th- I think, too, when you look at this, Eric, because we're starting with the focus on defense, and I think rightfully so, at least from Clemson's perspective, because I, I would say on paper that Clemson should have like a, a favorable matchup here. NC State, I think the disappointing part about them, and you could speak to this a little bit more, their offense with a quarterback like Devin Leary and the returning personnel has not been as explosive as I expected. Scuffled with East Carolina at the first game of the season, has not looked really anywhere near as good as statistically we thought. I think they're 60th in their passing attack and EPA per play. Uh, what have you seen from this NC State offense? Because it has lacked some dynamic ability, at least from what I have seen early on in this year. No, I think you're spot on, man. It's been really weird. I mean, you you look at that Texas Tech game, Devin Leary didn't have a passing touchdown. I mean, it's super strange to see the ACC player of the year, 
you know, not be humming and, and hitting on all cylinders. And, and I think that, you know, that just goes to show where NC State, you know, is as a program and finding out their comfort level with stepping up and, and being a big dog. I mean, for, for so long, you know, this team thrives at, at having that chip on their shoulder and for being discredited or this and that. Well, this year, everybody thinks you're going to do it. This year, everybody thinks you're, you, you have a potential to make a playoff run, at least preseason. And can you live up to that hype? Can you live up, live up to that expectation? Really liked what I saw from Devin last week. I know it's UConn. I totally get that. But it was just the way that he did it. It was the way that he distributed the ball, got a lot of different wide receivers involved, looked very confident with his footwork that obviously led to very accurate uh, passes. His accuracy was the highest it's been all season. So good for, for NC State that he is, seems to be peaking at the absolute time they're going to need him most. Eric, what do you envision the tempo of this game to turn out to be? I mean, after last week, everybody's pondering if DJ can kind of replicate that offensive performance, but we know the Wolfpack can present a pretty stout defense themselves, and we're seeing this game total at about 46. Do you think this one could be closely played to where there's just not that much offense? It comes down to the wire, but in a lower scoring fashion, uh, what do you think that comes to fruition to be like? Yeah, you know, I think that line was even like at 42, and that's when we mm-hmm. thought this hurricane was really coming through here. I still think that that has some effects on this line here. So I, I think it's a smart play to hammer the over. I, I really think that as good as both these defenses can be, quarterback play matters, man, especially in college. And so I think that if both these guys can get going, if both these quarterbacks feel good, have time to throw the football, then just look out. I mean, we, we've seen it very susceptible, you know, for Clemson and, and a week ago. Uh, for NC State, it'll be almost, can they keep up with Clemson? Which, you know, again, at the beginning of the season, who would have thought we'd be saying that offensively? So let's talk a little bit about uh, DJU, but from the perspective uh, of your playing position, Eric, and that would be the offensive line because we focus so much on the quarterbacks, but my observation, especially since uh, DJ Uyangle has taken over, it has been that the offensive line for a team and for a program where Clemson's at, has had some average-looking offensive lines in terms of its level of play. Has this offensive line grown from the Georgia Tech game to this point right now in your eyes? Yeah, man, I need you to send me your address so I can give you a big old check for letting me talk about some offensive line stuff. Come on, baby. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, these guys are drastically improved. And just, you know, figuring it out, you look at that that Georgia Tech game and where did a lot of the pressure come from? It, It came from that right side. Well, guess what? They had a true freshman playing in his first ever collegiate game against a power five opponent against a, a, a Georgia tech defense that schematically, you know, gave Clemson all they wanted a year ago. So I don't think there's any question. Those guys are playing at a very high level. They're giving him all the time in, in, in the day to throw the football. And when they don't, he's trusting them enough to subtly move, you know, a year ago, DJ would just panic, and, and probably rightfully so, and his eyes go straight down. He's looking at the line of scrimmage. He's trying to escape. He was too big and too slow to do anything, and he got blasted a ton. So that group effort from the offensive line and from DJ and that trust that we're seeing, I 100% think that's a, a massive reason why he's turned this thing around so quickly. A uh, final question I got for you here, Eric, say, let's just look into the future and this game were to come down to say a field goal and, you know, regardless of which way it goes, but do you think that if it ends up being such a close game, you leave it taking away with that, man, we got to put a little bit more respect on NC state, or you look at it and go, man, Clemson really, this is just who they are. A team that's just not going to go out there and overpower some of this competition. And we got to look at them through a different lens. Yeah, man, I, I think that the, there needs to be more respect for the ACC and especially the Atlantic division. I mean, you could argue right now with, with the teams and the level of play that you're seeing from those guys, the undefeated teams, that it's, it's one of the best in college football. I mean, it's right up there with the SEC West. And now certainly that time will tell and we'll see as the season progresses. But to start right now, I mean, this league is loaded and they're playing at an extremely high level. I mentioned quarterbacks, the best, best you know, quarterback league in the, in the country by far. And you're seeing that on full display. And you're seeing other guys that maybe we didn't know about, like a Drake May, uh, like a a, a Riley Leonard at at Duke and Carolina, play really, really well and get those teams, you know, wins that maybe we didn't think they would get. So for me, man, if this is a close game, it's just a respect thing. It's a a NC State is for real. There's a reason they're number 10 in the country. And, uh, you know, I I think it's that one thing that you're going to see this conference 
really make some noise this year. All right, Eric, we'll get you out of here on this because you did mention the ACC Atlantic. Uh, no mention of the ACC Coastal, uh, which is <laughs> – yeah, exactly. You laugh because I think that's – you kind of get the idea there. So let me ask you just from this perspective, uh, from Miami's perspective, a team that a lot of people expected to come out of the Coastal, okay. how worried are you about that loss to Middle Tennessee? Because I've kind of argued Mario Cristobal is not a guy who really adds wins at the margins as a head coach. He's a great recruiter, but there have been times where his teams do look ill-prepared in some big spots, and that was one of them yeah man it, it's uh it, it's certainly alarming because you expected to see better effort you expected to see better technique and that just it wasn't there and, and when I hear coach Cristobal and I see the things that is important to him all of that was absent in that game and, and so not sure if it's just needing to get his guys get some of these guys from the old regime out what what's the deal but it's certainly embarrassing I mean I've, I've never claimed you know to be a Miami guy or to be a hurricane at all. And watching that game, I was legitimately embarrassed, you know, for the league. And it's just something that Miami has been known to do these last five years is lose some horrific loss that's inexcusable, unexplainable. And here they are, par for the course, doing it again in 2022. Eric McClain, again, college football analyst, ACC Network, former Clemson football captain. Uh, 9777, South Las Vegas Boulevard, courtesy of John, care of Jonathan Von Tobel. You can send that down there. Uh, and we'll talk about the intricacies of down blocking when you come on next time, man. Thanks. My man, love it. Appreciate you guys. Have a great show. You got it, man. Again, Eric McClain, former Clemson football, uh, tire, former Clemson Tiger. I got excited. I got distracted, Danny. You want to know why? <laughs> because I saw Iowa outside of the end zone of Michigan, and I thought, here we oh, go. Baby. Here we go. And then what happens? Penalty on the offensive line. Yep. Of course, uh, too good to be true. Second and 25 for Iowa, uh, but inside the red zone. So we'll see if they can get something out of this. Uh, we'll get you an update on all the scores that we have missed here in the last couple of minutes and uh, plenty more to get to as there is plenty left college football on the schedule. It is Live Bet Saturday here at Circa. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in, folks. Uh, remember that you can sign up for the VEASAN Pro Package. You get full access to everything we do. Picks at a glance. Show hosts and guests give you best bets. You can find them up there. Season prep, weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long and more. Sign up for our discounted football special. Give VEASAN Pro access to everything you do from now to the Super Bowl or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. Bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe to find out more. So, a couple of updates uh, because, uh, by the way, if you missed out on it, these come up there. Uh, a fast, a fantastic conversation with Eric McLean, uh, former Clemson Tiger. Uh, but really quickly, let's discuss some of the scores that we did see, Danny. First of which is uh, you are in on Minnesota plus three and a half in game and a good start for the Golden Gophers. Force a punt on the first drive for Purdue, then get the ball and find the end zone. So that's a 10-10 tie, 306 left to go in that matchup. Purdue does have the ball. So from an in-game standpoint, Minnesota, a three-and-a-half point favorite with a total of 36-and-a-half. So that total continues to drop. Uh, from a couple of other games, Kansas State, if you remember, had taken a 20-13 to lead over Texas Tech. Texas Tech responds. They are now knotted up at 20 apiece. Two-and-a-half the spread in favor of uh, Kansas State with a total of 55-and-a-half. And, and uh, last but not least... No, actually, I got two more for you. Ole Miss, 22-19. They're a three-point favorite, total of 57. And then, last but not least, don't look now, baby. Touchdown, Final. Iowa. <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. Punch it in from the two-yard line. And just like that, the fighting Hawkeyes. I know, they're just the Hawkeyes. Down 20-6, to extra point pending. Caleb Johnson brings it home from two yards out. So, we'll say, as somebody who has 10.5 here, Am I going to get another score out of Iowa? It is very unlikely. Uh, but catching such a big number in a low-scoring game, Dan, like th this is where the benefits of catching a big number in these contests that had a projected lower score, mm -hmm. where one score changes things for you. You force a punt, you get better field position. I get a field goal out of it, potentially, and all of a sudden you're inside 10.5 if that's going to be the case. So we'll see if that does happen. By the way, wind is really picking up. There's like a lot of debris flying out onto the field there in Iowa. Uh, but a 20-7 to seven lead now for Michigan with 14.56 left to go. 
Well, now you got to worry, does that wake Michigan up a little bit? <laughs> They're probably looking to get the shutout there and then, uh, you know, letting Petra just come down the field, get that touchdown, especially on that third and long. Like, Harbaugh's not going to be happy about that. Does that kickstart something with Michigan? But, look, I, hey, I'm rooting for you, buddy. Um, I'm hoping that the defense can step up again and then realistically will probably at least assume they can try to tack on a field goal. But you mentioned the win. That could be a little bit of a concern here. So then how aggressive <laughs> is Iowa going to be? We know they are not aggressive whatsoever. So uh, I, I'm worried for you, but I'm trying to be optimistic, I guess is what I'm saying. I am told uh, it is. So it is the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, football is more advanced offensively than it ever has been. The rules are geared toward offense uh, teams. We have in-game totals over 95 points. It's incredible. I am told that that was in the fifth game of the season. In the fourth quarter of the fifth game of the season, Iowa's seventh drive to get to the red zone. Awesome. It's been really it's been really going well. It's been really going well for the Hawkeyes. But hey, they're in it. They're in it. What do you got? I know you're keeping track of Illinois and uh, Wisconsin. I don't have that up on a screen here. What's going on there? So this is comical, JBT, and I'd say it's comical just because, again, like my favorite bet coming into this year was Wisconsin under nine wins. They had the loss against Washington State, and that was a little bit of a surprise, and obviously I was content with it. And then you and I were mentioning this, and big shout-out to Adam Burke because he took the seven points with Illinois, and I know he even mentioned when he was talking on a numbers game that he wouldn't be shocked if they won this thing outright. And here you got Illinois up 31-10. to toward the end of the third quarter. I'm telling you, Graham Mertz is awful. This Wisconsin offense is terrible. Illinois, we figured, was going to compete. I, of course, didn't see it this extreme, but it just brings joy to my face to see Wisconsin struggle so much offensively after they get so much hype year in and year out. And I get it. I went to Nebraska. I have nothing to brag about, but it makes me feel a little bit better knowing that the Badgers are just as bad. So I wanted to uh, focus very quickly on our pro tip before we move on. And it ties into this Minnesota game that we are watching. So we'll see if the Golden Mm -hmm. Gophers can get something done here. Uh, They are covering the second half line. Uh, But it was, you know, and it's not just related to college football. It's really in a lot of games. But for football specifically, you know, look for these statistical indicators when we're talking about live betting or halftime betting uh, in some of these games. For example, you know, uh, yards per play. If your team is up in terms of net yards per play, specifically by like a yard or more, and yet they are trailing, a very good indicator that things have gone wrong for them. Red zone turnovers, which, by the way, I I'm, can I make a case here right now? Can we create a new stat? I have been looking for two new stats, Danny. The One of them is red zone turnovers as opposed to just turnovers because red zone turnovers obviously have more value. They indicate right. that you got to the red zone, and they are more impactful because they end a potential scoring drive. And the other is getting rid of the interception and calling them just turnovers and charging them to players like you do in basketball and other sports because, you know, this Minnesota game, again, is a great example of it. When Tanner Morgan fires a pass into the chest of his wide receiver and it bounces up in the air because he can't catch it and gets picked off, that's a turnover on the receiver. It's not a Tanner Morgan interception. Regardless, red zone turnovers, yards per play differential, things like that are really good indicators. If a team is down, that they have not been performing well in those key areas. And those are things that might easily flip in their favor in the second half or later on in a game. Well, even just to take an example of, say, from the NFL last weekend with that Buccaneers and Packers game, JBT, like I get that Tampa Bay looked awful, but there was a great in-game betting spot with them when they were down 14 nothing. And they were moving the ball enough, but then they had the two crucial fumbles out of the third string receivers that, you know, ultimately screwed them in the end. But you were getting like double digit points with them. And if you're watching, you're like, well, they can move the ball. They're just getting unlucky by these forced fumbles. So why not take advantage seeing that they're moving the ball? But these unforeseen mistakes just keep happening. They got to correct it at some point. And naturally, that can be attributed to college as well. And and no, I I think you make a good point, though. I mean, look, a lot of the times, yeah, it's going to be the quarterback's fault with the interception but we never really discredit when it is the receiver's fault. I think that is an important one to kind of separate the difference. Okay, a couple of things that we need to note here. First of which, a very nice 69-yard touchdown run from Adrian Martinez has Kansas mm. State up on top. Extra point is good, 27-20. to K-State takes their lead with 13-34 left to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, in-game right now, I've got this off the board, so I'll update that uh, the second that it pops fresh here. And there it is, seven and a half. Kansas State favored with a total of 59-and-a-half in that Big 12 matchup. Uh, Iowa, you smell that? Smell that? Smells like a back door is open, baby. I can feel some fresh air coming in. 
Iowa forces a punt. Michigan tries to run up the gut on a third and one. They get stuffed in the backfield, punted away. Spencer P. and the Hawkeyes have the ball on their own 17-yard line to start a drive. It is first and 10 there. Uh, in-game number is off, but last flashed up at 12.5 with a total of 36.5. So Iowa backers, pre-flop there, uh, are a little live. And, Danny, I think we saw – you remember what the highest the spread got to? Because I think it was over 20, was it not? I think 20 exactly like 20 and a half, is the right? highest that I saw. Yeah, probably 20 and a half. Right now, I'm even seeing 13 and a half. Uh, if you want to take the 13 in the hook, you are laying about a buck 37 with Iowa. If you want to lay it with Michigan, it's plus 106. This total still, I'm kind of just like looking at it, like thinking, man, is it worth something? Because, you know, Iowa, again, I'm probably accounting Iowa to at least get three points in this game. And if you're looking at Michigan, do they, they don't need to score to beat Iowa. You know, Iowa's not going to get probably more than 10 points in this fourth quarter, considering they haven't done it the whole game. So I feel like Michigan at best will get a field goal themselves, probably accounting for anywhere from like, I don't know, you know, around like seven more points in this game. So that's why if you're seeing the total at like 34, I'd stay away. But you said 36 in the hook. I would be curious to look under at that point. And if Iowa can move the ball and somehow you get 37, even better. And then I probably pull the trigger. Uh, speaking of even better, uh, Oklahoma and TCU are back out on the field. We've got 9.53 left mm-hmm. to go in the third. And just as we expected when we were talking about this, uh, these possessions and these, like this play clock, these are going to start to run yeah. as TCU has this big lead and is going to, and this is the great thing about in-game wagering as I discuss this, I'm looking at the screen and it shows me that TCU scores. I look up at my screen and I watch the running back run into the end zone from about, <laughs> uh, we'll call that 60 yards out or so. Yeah. Uh, so we have a 47-17 lead uh, for TCU Take it in easy, Oklahoma. man. Come on. <laughs> uh, right. But here's the thing. And again, so when you're looking at this, as somebody who batted under the 94, you might think that a Kendra Miller 69-yard touchdown run, which, by the way, back-to-back 69-yard touchdown runs from Adrian Martinez and then, of course, TCU, very good. Um, it actually it doesn't kill you a lot because, again, it goes to the mentality, Danny, of what TCU is going to be doing here as right. they continue to build their lead. Uh, they are going to start to take the air out of this thing. In-game total still under 90, though, so it looked like it was about to hit under 80. It was hitting at 80 flat. We're up to 86.5. TCU a 27-point favorite. Yeah, and, and even if you're worried about Oklahoma putting up points, their second stringers are going to be getting in, and you're assuming, obviously, TCU second stringers and beyond are going to be able to get in. And it's not that that makes them more vulnerable, per se. These guys are still fighting for starting positions. They're not going to waver. They're not going to give up. And, again, Oklahoma offensively, I'm sure the coordinator isn't stressing out about what play to call next. So it's going to be simplified on both sides of the ball. We just need Oklahoma to tackle to prevent these huge runs. Like, come on, what are we doing now? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the live total still well under what we got it at. You had 94. I snagged it at about 92. You you, uh, you know in Madden where you call that terrible run play where the fullback does like that little scoot to the side and then they run it up yep. the middle for like one yard? <laughs> Iowa just ran it for one yard. So second and oh, nine for the Hawkeyes. Did. All right, we'll come back. A plenty will have to get to. Can my Hawkeyes do it? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Attention, BetMGM customers. You have a friend who loves sports as much as you do. I have a friend, Jeff Parles, who loves going to UNLV football games. Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer a Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message, inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement at BetMGM and get a $50 bonus. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credit expires in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. You hear my voice quivering because I'm just so mad Aaron Judge did not hit that 60-second home run. Although I find it odd that we keep going in. Do I do this? Do I set the crowds ablaze here with the take that uh, I don't know why we're keeping track of Aaron Judge because he's still going to be 11 home runs off of the true record? Come on. It's coming in hot with the take. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. They're trying to keep pure out here, I guess, you know, so they got to keep reminding you that, uh, you know, the technical official number, what they want to go up by is getting close. Yeah. But no, I'm, 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 uh, I'm a little upset. I wanted to hear your play by play with Aaron judge. Unfortunately it happened during the break. Danny, I don't know if you know this. Only three people took steroids, uh, back in the day in baseball. Only That's right. Three. Only, only. Three. <laughs> uh, okay. So I'm also very excited. My voice quivers because there's excitement. Uh, dare we say that Iowa for a second consecutive time, a team, that just 20 minutes ago was in the midst of their seventh red zone drive of the season, are now, Danny, in the midst of their eighth red zone drive of the season. That's right. Hawkeyes got a second and three at the Michigan 19 right now. Oh, boy. Do I dare let myself get excited about this? 8.56 left to go in the fourth. Uh, All but dead with Iowa plus 10.5 because they had absolutely nothing going. And now Michigan has let them creep back into this game, and they could find themselves inside the number with a score here on a red zone drive. If Iowa actually is able to punch in a touchdown, I will be incredibly surprised. I just completely could see this resulting in a field goal. And then you're going to unfortunately be feeling good about yourself. And then Iowa's defense is going to have like their, what their second mistake in the second half. And then I was not going to be able to have any more offense up to this point. But again, we're hoping for the best for you, JBT. Just, you know, just tread lightly. Be careful here. Uh, I don't know why you would put that negative energy out there. I hope Baylor loses <laughs> by 50 today. So uh, let's just... Uh, just hey, but back. I'm hoping for you. I'm just telling you, I, you know, you know how Spencer Petras goes. Like, you've seen this story before. Uh, I've seen it. I'm watching this unfold, though. Maybe he's growing in front of our eyes. Second that's and, th- second and three here for Iowa uh, is uh, just a really thrilling run off the right side that's going to get nowhere. Uh, but you know what? Maybe this is the start of Petrus becoming a uh, a dynamic quarterback. I can't even get through it without laughing. Yeah, you can't say with a straight. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's uh, really quickly. We have some best bets to get to too before we get out of here. But let's update the scores. Uh, TCU forty eight seventeen. So they still lead here against Oklahoma. They do have the ball back third and thirteen again. Still going in our direction while they seven while they uh, did score again. Uh, as they kind of really rack up the score and the deficit grows larger, Oklahoma's going to start to punt on this as well, as is TCU, and they're just going to start to milk this clock. Uh, the other game, we've been stuck in this deadlock, and I think you've been keeping track of this, Dan. Minnesota, they're covering the second half line, yep. and they're covering your number because you got them in-game at plus 3.5, but this game has been stuck in neutral largely. It is 10-10, and uh, Golden Gophers are going to fail to convert a third and four. They're going to punt it away, you would assume, maybe? Uh, they're at their own 42-yard line, so more than likely you'd think it's a punt away here. But we've seen Tia coaches get pretty aggressive on fourth and two. Yeah. Well, again, this comes down to we figured Minnesota's defense would step up. They just got to convert on these big instances on third down, especially. That's been their whole trouble this game. But, yeah, um, I'm a little behind you are. But now, yeah, they're pulling them off the field. It looks like now fourth and two. I mean, again, you, you could trust your defense here. Hopefully you could pin them with a nice punt. 
You just got to get one explosive play here from Tanner Morgan to set him up nicely. And again, the third downs, that has been the story for Minnesota. But it just feels like if Minnesota is going to win, it'll probably be a touchdown. If Purdue's going to get anything, it might be a field goal. So if that's the case, hopefully again, because of my bet, they could stay within the three in the hook. But yeah, keep an eye still because I am seeing three, but it's in favor of Minnesota now. So it's flipped. And the total's at 27 and a half, JBT. So, yeah, I guess I was a little off here on Aiden O'Connell coming back into the game with that total. Yeah, I mean, it's a um, first game back. Maybe it starts to grow here a little bit. But Minnesota, you know, I'm, I'm very – and the other thing that we're kind of burying here because we're focusing on the result, uh, but what we're mm-hmm. burying is the fact that Minnesota came into this game – I'll get you the exact number – First in EPA margin per yep. game in the country. Third in EPA per play offensively in the country. The seventh best rushing attack and the seventh best passing attack. Uh, actually, excuse me, the third best rushing attack. Like This has been a team that has been dominant offensively and has had nothing against Purdue. Not an overly dominant defensive team, Dan. No, not, not at all. And you're right. You've got to give credit to them, but... Simultaneously, that's what still gives you a little bit of hope here with Minnesota that they can finally get a breakaway type of play. And if you're only laying three, like I said, I feel like if Minnesota is going to score, they're going to pound it in for six and hopefully get that extra point. So if you still are convinced on Minnesota, you haven't gotten invested, maybe laying the three with the Gophers would be the right call because it's kind of been very strange that Purdue's been able to hold up this long. Oh, boy. So this is a big oh, moment. We, we didn't factor. We didn't factor this in, and I should have. Uh, down twenty to seven. I was going to go for it on a fourth and two from the Michigan Uh-oh. eight yard line, and Spencer Petrus is going to throw it into the dirt, but he's going to get bailed out by a flag potentially. Oh Ooh, man! Let's see what happens. <laughs> man, this is thrilling, huh? Absolutely thrilling. Harbaugh's got to be livid. Jeez. Uh, all right. As we wait for that flag and what that's going to be, best bet for later today, you do have a, ma- a, a side in the SEC later tonight. Yeah. So with that matchup, we really haven't hit on it too much. Mississippi State and Texas A&M. And this is a bet I actually added this morning after seeing more people play it, hearing them talk about it. I have had some interest now on the side of Mississippi State, and there was like one three in the hook left here in the state of Illinois this morning, and I ended up laying that uh, with the Bulldogs here. I mean, look, offensively, they're just leaps and bounds better than what Texas A&M can present at this moment, and we were talking about it earlier uh, in the show, and look, it's just a first tough road game here. Wait, do you have an update for me? I see a reaction there, JVT. Tell me what happened really uh, quick. They're, they're calling Iowa for essentially a pick play um you know they ran oh, they ran yeah. cross routes on the left side and they're going to call Iowa for offensive pass interference it didn't really look like much to me um but they're not going to get it regardless I mean you're they, Spencer Petras again with a terrible ball placement he threw it down into the freaking grass so his off there's a wide receiver had to go down to get it he was going to be well short of the first down anyway um, but yeah, I thought that was going to be defensive and I thought we were going to still be alive here, oh. but, uh, not the case, not dead yet. 541 mm-hmm. left to go and Michigan's going to take over at about their own seven yard line or so. Uh, but yes, that is the update. So I, I am sorry. Continue, sir. <laughs> no, you're good. I was curious to hear about it, but yeah, we'll hope for the best for you still with your Iowa side. And yeah, back to this Mississippi state, I, I the offense is just going to be too overpowering here and their defense is strong enough. Texas A&M again in that tough road spot. I think lane three and a half, probably up to four is still a a completely viable look here for Mississippi State. That's feeling good about themselves. Yeah, the Aggies got a nice win over Arkansas last week, but you were at home and your defense did a lot of the work. Different offense you're looking forward to with Mississippi State. So that's the one play I had minus three and a half. We've talked about this a couple times. The other one, JBT, I did Baylor minus a buck 29 on the money line. Look, their offense has been really good. Their ground game's been awesome. And they've been able to limit the turnovers. I mean, Chapin's only got one interception. I know he has just seven touchdowns, but I think the running game can do enough against his Oklahoma State defense. And conversely, speaking of defense, Baylor's is phenomenal. So I think Sanders kind of comes back down to reality here. I like that they're at home for Baylor. So again, laid minus a buck 29 on the money line with the Bears. Those are my two plays that I got right now. And hey, really quick uh, for that Nebraska game later, they should win this game. They should win a lot of games. I would recommend the strategy. Indiana's going to keep it close at some point. Wait till you get a better number with the Cornhuskers coming off a of bye week. Can settle down a little bit. Indiana's not as good as a record. Wait to in-game bet Nebraska. You should be able to get a better number at some point. Well, wait, what was that comment? They should win a lot of games. Well, I mean, like, they should have won a bunch of these games that they lost because they're uh-huh. just completely disappointing every single outing. But 
I mean, I say it every week, but this is the week they finally should get the win. Okay. But I don't know, man. The bye week, we'll see. You can hold me to it. I've got enough grief from going to school there, so it's all good. All right, uh, so Iowa plus 7.5 is uh, what I'm currently watching here. Arkansas plus 17.5 uh, took the 17 in the hook with the Razorbacks in that matchup at home against uh, Alabama. And one I am surprised that we did not spend the whole hour on. Wyoming catching 2.5 at home against San Jose State. Uh, Wyoming is a very well-coached team. Uh, Bull does a fantastic job with that program year in and year out. And uh, sorry, uh, but not really impressed with San Jose quite yet. Their rushing attack has been abysmal, 118th in the country in EPA per play on the ground. Defensively, they're solid, uh, but I think the market is just a little too high here on San Jose State. And also, watch out for this, a very un... uh, we'll call it... Not a very disciplined San Jose State team. Under Brennan, they have committed quite a few penalties that have shot themselves in the foot. And uh, at home in a spot here where it might behoove them playing at home like the Cowboys catching points. All right, Dan, we are all done. Uh, Again, a fantastic show. We will talk to you next weekend here on Live Bet Saturday. And uh, Iowa, come on. Got 5-10 left to go. It's second and eight. Get off the field and let Spencer P start cooking one more time. Give me me some points here. That's all we're (laughs) looking for. Live Bet Saturday rolls on here on VCND Sports Betting Network. We'll see you next weekend. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.